You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hello, Murph. Well, hello, AP. How's it going? Fantastic. Although I'm just heartbroken because we only recently parted ways after a fun-filled weekend. Oh my gosh. We had the best time in the Colorado Springs slash Manitou Springs area. We got to see the Ragbri Shift movie. We got to see most of the stars from the movie. Yeah. We d- Well, you, you share what else we did. We stayed in the Buffalo Lodge Bicycle Resort, which is owned by Tori Giffen and her son Daniel and their family, and they're some of the stars of the movie. So it was just incredible. It was fun. I think, I feel like us Iowans kind of took over the Bicycle Resort as far as, you know, we all stayed there, and I think we've talked about the Buffalo Lodge Bicycle Resort before, but it's like an old motor lodge, and it's really super cute. And it's decorated all uh, with a bicycle theme. Yes, it's. Um, it was built, I think, in the early 1900s, but it's all been nicely updated. So it doesn't. It doesn't have like that weird old smell. It's just right. It's very nice, <laughs> but it has that beautiful retro vibe that is oh, so yeah. cool. And it was just really special to have the documentary premiere there. And when I say Garden of the Gods is in its backyard, oh my it's gosh. literally like a half a mile away. Yeah, it's 0.5 miles. And um, like we walked there in the mornings, although I I mean, I know we're Iowans, Andrea, but uh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it, it snowed eight inches one night. I mean, it was, <laughs> I, I'm just, I know that I know what weather is like in Colorado and in Iowa, but I just was not mentally prepared to wake yeah. up and have all that snow. I know, I know, but look, it added a little layer of magic to everything. Yeah. Um, oh, it's the other speak- thing, go ahead. The other thing I wanted to mention about our trip was we conquered something very difficult together, did we not? Well, we conquer a lot of things difficult together, oh, right? That's true. No, yep. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. When when this podcast is over, Google this. But we hiked or walked or even crawled at occasional stumbled stumbled. Yeah, the Manitou Incline. Yes. And that is, it's in Manitou Springs, which is connected to Colorado Springs, like they're twin cities sort of, but it's just a path of stairs straight up a mountain, just straight up a mountain, like maybe a mile. Yeah. It's just under a mile. And I believe it's 2,768 steps. (laughs) Approximately. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like Grand Canyon steps. If you've ever been in the Grand Canyon, like no two steps are alike because they're they're made with railroad ties, but there's some steps require two tiny steps. Some steps, you know, you take two at a time yeah. and some are like super yeah. tiny. So, uh, it was one heck of a challenge. It was a massive achievement. And I think, I mean, obviously a physical achievement in climbing a mountain or on stairs, but like 200 flights of stairs or something insane. But for me, for as a lowlander, the elevation acclimation oh, gosh, was, yeah. it was intense. I was like crawling. <laughs> yeah. At the very top, it was well over 8,000 feet. And for those of you who, you know, are only in Iowa once a year, we're at, I think where I live, it's 730 feet above sea level. Sea level. Yeah. So it was intense, but uh, it was so gratifying and it was so beautiful oh, and yeah. it was a lovely hike down the hill. So shout out to us and our friend Gingy who conquered that 
Yes. Climb. And for sure, we need to shout out again to Tori Giffen and the entire staff at the Buffalo Lodge Bicycle Resort. It was so much fun. And yes. we'll put a link to their facility in our show notes because they, they have yes. a lot of, you know, in addition to being able to stay in the rooms, they have pool, they have yoga, they have live music. It, it's just a cool space. Yeah, and they have bikes available for the people who stay oh, yeah. there. So, yeah. yeah, I got to ride their e-bikes when we went to uh, an event in downtown Manitou Springs. Yeah, so now we've kind of kept a little secret here as we're talking through this in that we have someone else who is there with us on the trip with us here on the podcast today. Yes, I know. We have a special guest, and um, like you said, she was also in Colorado Springs, so maybe we should introduce her and then share with the listeners what our topic is today. Yeah, so uh, we have here with us today, Erica Detterman from the Ragbri and Ride the Rockies team. Hi, guys. Erica. Welcome. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yes, so, it's always fun to have you on our podcast and in everything we do. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be a part of the team. And what did you think of Colorado Springs, Erica? I loved it, but I was not prepared for the weather. And yeah. I that... You know, it just was something that I wasn't prepared for that level of snow right away. Uh, but it's beautiful. I can't wait to go back. I'm already trying to plan a trip. And I asked Tori, I was like, can I come back in the spring and visit and do all of the things that Colorado Springs and Manitou Springs has yeah. to offer? So, yeah. Awesome. It's a beautiful space. And if you need anyone to go with you, I'm sure AP and I would raise our hands really high. Absolutely. Everyone who is working on Ride the Rockies next year is trying to add on another trip to this resort when we're already in Colorado just as a you know we have to unwind yeah. after an event exactly <laughs> so <laughs> awesome well uh AP tell the listeners um why Erica is on the show today well as many of you seasoned cyclists know this is an important time of year in that registration is about to open for Ragbri so it's one of our favorite times of year because while it is still only November 15th, we get to start thinking about next summer already. And Wait, so are you saying registration for RAGBRAI opens November 15th? RAGBRAI 51 registration opens in just a few weeks. Oh my gosh, I need to put that on my calendar, set an alarm, because um, even though I, I won't know the route till January, it doesn't matter to me. I am going no matter what. That's right. Heck yes, you are. You better. <laughs> uh, we wanted to have Erica on to kind of talk about some of the frequently asked questions and comments that um, we've been seeing on social media and that also that you guys have been receiving as far as email. Yeah. And Erica is our resident registration expert. That's kind of a tongue twister. Ooh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't usually uh, say it that way, but she's She's our pro. She knows it inside and out. She set it up. She can help us uh, get through this. It's it's a very easy process, but we have a couple new things this year, a couple surprises along the way. So we thought we'd talk through it, and it's always worth a refresher. So, and on a, on a side note, I am super super excited and impressed with the uh, Ragbri Fifty One logo that you guys uh, unveiled recently. Erica is wearing our new hoodie right this moment. Oh, I am. I went and got it specifically for this podcast. Paratalk and Studios is a little chilly this time of year. Paratalk <laughs> Studios is very chilly this time of year. Yeah. So she's properly dressed and I have to say it looks good. I love it. You know, um, the new logo is great. I think Corey did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. And it the sweatshirt is our favorite sweatshirt stock where it's really warm and cozy and kind of, I'd say, thick in a good way. 
So mm-hmm. um, is, you got to check it out. Is that a hoodie that will be available to all of us riders at some point? It's available now. Oh um, my gosh. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I've got, now I have Go two to our things. new store. Yeah. We're, uh, I don't know, Murph, if you intentionally asked us about it, but this is uh, Erica's other specialty. So she knows all about it. She can tell you exactly how many we have. <laughs> so one less one now. Yeah. There you go. Well, two but. less because I'll be ordering mine shortly. Oh, absolutely. I'm about to go raid the closet once we're done with this interview. So excellent. Well, yep. Erica, right. um, I mean, I spend a lot of time with you when I'm at the Ragbri World Headquarters, but will you tell the listeners, you know, we alluded to the two of the things that you kind of work on, but maybe kind of what role you play at RAGBRAI? Yeah, of course. You know, I list them all and I'm kind of amazed by it, but I handle the registration and the software program with that. I work very closely and make all of the registration platform good to go for RAGBRAI and our other cycling events. I also manage the RAGBRAI.com shop and put in all of our inventory and all of that stuff. I work pretty closely with our ops manager to handle the crew for the ride. And then, oh, I also will do the expo. So ah. this year it was in Sioux City. Yep. And I work and get all of those vendors and kind of plot them out. So, yeah. so like, when I mean, when you say Erica does it all, she does it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she's just everywhere. I'm glad to know you and know how hard you work and... You know, everything that you do to make RAGBRAI amazing. APU, too. Well, thanks, yeah. And Erica also works on other events. She works on all the events in our portfolio. So we're talking about RAGBRAI today, but it all applies to Ride the Rockies, Bat and Kill, Fall Ride, all of the above. I, you know, I do think that I have one of the best jobs out there, and I think we could fight over that AP because yep. I know you love Ooh. your job, yeah, too. Let's start down. <laughs> but I, I just love it, and people ask, like, what do you do all year? It's like August 1st, we are closing the books we are going down for next year i'm yep. already living in 2024 all my documents are in 2024 yep. i'm just pumped i know it's only november but i cannot wait until the season starts back and we can see every everybody's faces again that's the best part of it yeah and really for us the season does start november 15th or really with the logo launch that we've already had so uh we're in that funny time of year where the all the entirety of the ragbri staff writes 11-1-24 on accident because we're living next year already. Yeah. So, you know, other people carry over the last year. They'll be writing 23 in February, but we're the other way around. So, yeah. Anyway, just kind of a funny little thing at the staff. But, okay, so how is everything going with registration? Is it, are you, are you excited? Are you ready? Are you nervous? I'm pumped. Yeah, okay. Registration is always something that, you know, it comes November 15th every year. And we're ready for it. But this year, I really think we've gotten all of our little glitches worked out from our platform. And we're really ready and rolling to go for next year. So this morning, we had a team captain meetings with some of our top team meetings. And it's nice to see those faces in November. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't see them until the route announcement party in January or Mm -hmm. until we're traveling to meet these towns. But I think everybody's super excited. Yeah. And they should be all set up. And we, I know we had a charter meeting even a couple of weeks ago. So we had, we're starting to get the biggest players ready to go so that they can kind of just be organized at the get-go. 
Nice. Very nice. So I know it was, you know, years ago, but there was something called the lottery where you, you know, pay your registration or mail in your registration if it was a Mm. long time ago. And then you cross your fingers and hope that you get selected. Um, Now that, you know, the, the big 50th anniversary is over, are you going to be bringing back the lottery or uh, is that is that just gone? The lottery is gone. Goodbye. No more lottery. <laughs> we, you know, if you go in and register and you pay and you get that confirmation email, that confirmation code, you're in. So okay. start training because we are ready to have you in July. It's my favorite thing to go in and look at two things in the registration platform. One, what our numbers are. And two, how much money we've raised for the communities. Yes. Um, for one of the things I would like to talk about today is registering. If you know you're going to come, register early. Ah. The later you register, it gives us less time to prepare the towns. Mm. Yeah. And we have created a price structure f- to reward people who register early. Yeah. So the earlier you register, you're going to get the best price. The mm-hmm. later you register, you have to pay a little bit more, but we're also putting more strains on our towns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. If you show up and you're at the expo, you're going to have to pay a little bit more because we're not going to sell you a week-long wristband. So if you want to buy all seven days, you have to purchase seven individual wristbands. Yep. So for somebody like you, Murph, who you know you're going to come on the ride, mm-hmm. register before our first prices increase in March. You're going to get the best deal out of it. Then we can tell our towns we have X amount of riders, which we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never thought point. of it. I never thought of it that way in that... You know, if I'm going to go on RAGBRAI, I could register, you know, April 1st or March 1st or February 1st or, to, you know, November 15th. But I didn't think in terms of, you know, there's other people that are going to be relying on that number. So mm-hmm. you're right. If I'm going, why not get registered early? Yeah. And it's sort of a win, 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 win. Like we win, you win, the vendors win, the towns win. Um, and I just think as a small little side note to everything Erica already said, which is excellent point. Um, if there's should be any problem at all with your registration, we have time to help you. The earlier it is, the more time oh, we sure. have to help you. And you don't have to stress about it because the deadline's not coming up. Uh, yeah. So I, when I was more involved in the registration process, we'd have people every year where they'd be literally registering in the last hour and they're stressing out. And they're like, oh, I really wish I would have done this earlier. And we're like, yeah, we do too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it kind of works. That's how it works. And will registration, um, the actual process, I'm, I'm thinking of it as me as a rider, will it be similar to last year and how you log on to an account and then? It is through the same platform, which is called Inmotive. Mm. Most people have an Inmotive account and don't really realize it. So all of those people brush off your inbox, go ahead and search if you need to refresh your password, all of that stuff. Now, our customer service team is very good at helping with that as well. Shout out to Aaron. Yeah. Um, but you would go in, we ha- will have all the links on our website. So it'll just direct you straight to Ragbrite LI. You can select what category. We have a few changes this year, mm. but it's really user friendly. And I think the process takes less, less than 10 minutes for sure, if yeah. not five. I have uh, tested this process and I breezed right through. And I pretended like I didn't know what I was doing. So <laughs> it's very, very easy. Um, the only thing that I would say is that if you're in a smaller team, not one of these larger legacy teams, you may have to set up your team again. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. A lot of our legacy teams get early access to the registration platform. But if you're in a smaller team that doesn't get early access, go ahead, go in, make sure you have your team set up. 
And if you're the pers- first person to join your team, you automatically become team captain, which will freak some people out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a really quick change. So if you know that you registered for your team first and you, you're not the team captain, that's a quick email to us and voteragbright.com. We'll be happy to change that. You know, it's just a lot of check and balances. Biggest thing is to make sure that your address is right. Yeah. You know, we all want to get those packets out the door as soon as possible. So just making sure your information is correct. Yep. And I just want to say one more time, our email is info at ragbri.com. Erin is incredible and she answers emails so quickly. We are really on top of that. So if you send her an email and don't get a response within like 48 hours, you probably spelled ragbri wrong <laughs> and it didn't oh. go through because <laughs> she is really, really good. And so, we'll, just um, that. I'm probably jumping ahead because, um, but I wanted to address, you had mentioned about, you know, captain and teams. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember through social media last year that that was a confusing thing on, you know, when it actually comes time to mail out your packet, do you get it at your own house? Does your team captain get it? Has that changed or can you maybe review with us how that works? Murph, you are wonderful for bringing that up. (laughs) Thank you. It's, it's probably something that we get, we have a lot of confusion about. What being part of a team means to me is that all of your stuff, your wristband, your bike band, your luggage tag, if you get a vehicle pass, all of that stuff means if I'm on your team, you're getting my stuff. The team captain will receive those items and they res- are responsible for handing it out. Mm. So uh, Dream Team... Shemin will be handing all of that stuff out this year. So I'll just use them as an example. If I join Dream Team, then all of my stuff, my wristband is going to go to Shemin. So I want to make sure that I'm joining the correct team. Yep. So we really want to make sure that if you join a team on accident, you're not sure, go ahead and email us again because we can remove you from that team. We can make sure you're in the correct team. We just want to make sure everybody gets their registration packets. Yeah. Because there are several teams. Now, Dream Team probably wouldn't be a good example for this, but there's a couple teams where the names are similar. Mm-hmm. And people, it's easy to accidentally select the wrong team. Uh, okay. So either as a team member, make sure that you check out your team and make sure the people that are in your team are familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And if you're the team captain, keep an eye on your team and make sure that the people in it are who you think they are. Okay. And so. this um, is kind of a side note, but I think it still has to do with registration. I do remember also something that was very confusing to some people, especially new RAGBRAI uh, riders, were, um, you know, when you're trying to look for a team, to explain what that means. Because let's just say I'm doing RAGBRAI for the first time and I am not on a team, but I kind of want to be on a team. That's mm. different than when I'm registering and I'm already part of a team. Am I saying that right? Yes. So if you are new to RAGBRAI or you're looking for a new team, I recommend registering as an individual Mm -hmm. and going to one of the uh, RAGBRAI groups that are out there. I know the RAGBRAI LI group and the RAGBRAI newbie group, and I would ask, you know, um, I'm looking for a team. Is Mm -hmm. anybody looking for team members? And communicate and find the right fit for you. Because what we can do is we can go in and add you to a team later. Mm. We don't want you to pick a, a team because you like the name and not get your registration items. Because then you have to wait in that really long line at the <laughs> yeah, expo. Right. And we don't want that long line. Like We want everybody to get all of their wristbands before 4th of July. 
So we really want you to make sure if you're unsure, maybe you'll be switching teams. Maybe, you know, everybody just wants to register individually. Do that because the only difference is that stuff gets mailed right to your house instead of the team captain. And then your team captain has to do a little bit less work. So talk to your team captain. Some teams are going away from doing it in Emotive just because it creates a lot of work for the team captain. Others, it's great because then they have a big party before RAGBRAI and hand out all their stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It speaks to what you were saying earlier about being registered as a team within our registration system is really only for our administrative purposes. It doesn't mean that you can't be on our team in real life. Got it. Okay. They're separate. Um, the other thing I was going to say is the groups that you mentioned about finding a team, those are all on Facebook. Mm-hmm. RAGBRAI LI, uh, which is Roman numerals for 51, and the RAGBRAI Newbies group are both excellent groups on Facebook that you can go to find a team. Or if you really want something that's more like structured, I would highly recommend a RAGBRAI Charter, which is sort of the vibe of a team, but usually larger and made up of a lot of new riders or people who... Uh, just really love that sense of community that a charter can provide. Now, for a charter, you do have to usually pay a little bit extra, but you get a lot of benefits. Anyway, I recommend you look into that. If you're looking for a team, a lot of people start there and then make friends along the way and form teams later down the road. So also a good way to do it. Yep, that makes sense. And those two Facebook groups that you mentioned, uh, we should probably point out that those are not actually run or owned by RAGBRAI. They are like fans. Which yeah. means that there's, you know, there's no, we don't have any control of the information on there. But, you know, who knows if you're looking for a team just to give a shout out and say, you know, this is the pace that I like to go. And yep. I, you know, these are the things I like to do. Is there any team out there that's looking for new members? Yeah. We were talking about the teams. And in the past, a big component of being on a team involves getting vehicle passes and i know there's some changes to vehicle passes this year Hmm. why don't we dive in and start talking about vehicle passes a little bit we do have some changes to the vehicle pass program this year and the biggest one is to really prepare our towns for us coming in july we want to give our overnight communities and our meeting towns plenty of time to prepare for us What we will be doing is when registration opens November 15th, you will not have the option to purchase a vehicle pass. Uh Uh-oh. I know. I'm panicking. panicking. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Don't freak out. Don't panic. But what that does is we are then able to go to our smallest community for our overnight towns and really see what their capacity is to handle us on route. And then what we'll do is we'll work with them. We'll announce the route at on January 27th. And then in March, we will open up vehicle passes for purchase in that same registration platform. So that seems a little scary just off the bat. But what we'll do, we'll communicate all of that stuff. There will be a how-to like video, how-to images on how to add that to your registration after you've registered. Yeah. We want to do this so the towns can prepare for us and we don't run into an issue where because we start selling them in November, we've sold out to our smallest community. So that really is for the benefit of the town. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I think that's fair to them. It's fair to the teams. Um, It also gives you a little bit more time to sort of plan, make your own plan. Maybe you need only one vehicle pass, whereas you would have just picked three right off the bat when you don't really need all three of those or 
maybe you originally were two different teams and you merged into a team over the winter and now you only need the one driver. Or I don't know, there's a million different scenarios where it sort of helps with some of the like back and forth decision making of refunds and buying extra vehicle passes. And you just have your plans a little bit more firmed up by the spring. Yeah, and and that's a great point because one of the questions we'll ask is if you know your make, model, and your driver, like let's put that in the registration flow so we know, Mm -hmm. hey, this many of this car coming or whatnot. But the other change we're going to do is before we would ask, we had three different categories. We had a standard pass, a truck pass, and an RV bus pass. What we're doing is switching it to them being by length. So we'll have Mm. a standard length, the large length, and then an oversized length. So we would get a lot of questions like, oh, I'm in a 15-foot passenger van. Am I a standard car? Am I an RV bus? We're going to really clarify those things so you don't purchase something you don't need. Yeah. You know, yep. I'd, I'd rather not have to have you waste time or money and effort on something that if I'm in my little SUV, I only need a standard pass. Yep. Maybe I purchased something and I didn't need it. Yeah. So well, we're, we'll have all that stuff up on the website. But and we just really want to plan for the towns as well as we can. I was going to say that would make a lot of sense for the communities so that they can, you know, I don't know if we're going to have some mathletes out there that are going to actually say that we, we need this many feet of parking spaces. But that's uh, that's a brilliant change. And, and that's what we do. We can look and say, hey, this I'll use 2022 as an example the amount of RVs that we could fit into a town like Pocahontas is very different than the amount of RVs that we can fit into a Mason city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all seen those RVs that are like the largest RV you could possibly buy with a trailer on the back with right. hauling a Jeep, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's not fair that they would pay the same amount as somebody with an RV that's on the back of a truck bed. It's just not fair. You're right. Right. So, yeah. So uh, it just kind of helps clear all that up. What other uh, types of changes have been made this year? The other important change that we are doing this year is we will be mailing all merchandise directly to the individual. Mm. So I joined AP's team this year during registration. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) And normally AP would get my merchandise with our wristbands. Mm. What we're going to do this year is we are blessed with a office in the Des Moines area and we have the capacity to send my jersey out when it gets to us in February. We'll start sending that merch directly to the rider. They'll get it in February, March, when they register. We'll ship those out right away. Yep. That I think that is one of the best things about being able to have this office because then you don't have to wait months and months to get mm-hmm. your merchandise anymore. Yeah. Yep. And it relieves some tension for these team captains who get 60 people's wristbands and then 60 people's jerseys yeah right matching your jersey with like oh i thought i ordered a sleeveless but i got a sleeved so then we can just handle that directly with the with the rider and then with that being said our souvenir packs this year are going to come after the ride so before we would send some stuff before the ride and then some stuff after the ride that entire souvenir pack is going to come to you after the ride is over So if you have any questions, feel free to read the description in registration or shoot us an email because that gets a little confusing. We'll open registration in November, but that stuff isn't going to start shipping until February. So we have a little bit bit of leeway if you decide to change your size 
or or decide you want a different item but we really just want to make sure we can get that to you as soon as possible okay so let me clarify this uh let's say i register right on the date november 15th Uh, does that mean that you will ship out my jersey right away i wish we could but (laughs) (laughs) it takes us a few weeks to get all of the jerseys in and we're expected to start shipping the jerseys february 1st February 1st. Okay. Because I was going to, I thought I was going to have like a sneak peek because I would guess the jersey will have the towns on them. And I thought, what if I'm the person that gets my jersey in November (laughs) and then I'll know the route? So I don't know. Now, Marv. (laughs) Okay. But truly, though, one of the first times that people get to see the Ragbar jersey is with registration. So, and you love, everybody loves that $5 discount that comes with registration. Yeah. So, uh, could you give us a little preview about some of the merch that will be available with registration um, and about the jersey? I love the jersey. We just got a sample in the office. We, Yeah, that honest truth, we just got a little sneak peek of the jersey <laughs> like minutes ago. And it's it's just, I love the logo. I love the feel of this this year's logo. It just, you know, you think, how do you top 50? Yes. Well, you top it with 51 because... There you go. It's, it's amazing. I'm We're so excited for this year. But in registration and on our website on November 15th, we will launch our cycling items. And mm. one of my favorites is the jersey. But we'll also have uh, our shorts. We'll have our Gemini tank. We'll have a few fun little surprises that are going to be new this year, mm-hmm. including uh, official Ragbri socks and a cycling cap that we've never sold this early in the year. So it'll oh, be nice. fun to see these new items and to have them. It makes me envious of the, of better weather though. <laughs> I know. I know. And I encourage you when you're doing registration to kind of look through the merchandise options because they will be different than they've ever been before. That's awesome. So, That's all good. still made by Primal, all still awesome, but just more, little, more of what you like. That's what I got to say. So um, the Jersey is so cool. It is so awesome in person and it's got a little easter egg in it a little easter egg i won't say more or Corey will kill me <laughs> but Corey's our graphic designer but yes yeah, so we're all excited um and just as you're doing merchandise with registration just be sure that you get the merchandise that you want when before you finalize and pay for your, your registration because it will be difficult to go back if impossible mm. to go back and add more merchandise this year Yes, any merchandise that you order with registration, you do get a discount on. Once you hit that submit or finalize, you check out. Then you have to go to our store, which is great because you can look at all of the things we offer. But you do have to pay a little bit of a higher price. Yes. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and order it with registration. You save money, and then we'll start shipping it out as soon as we get it in office. So exciting. Awesome. Okay. And do you want to talk about any changes you've made to actual uh, registration costs? Yes. So we have increased prices this year from what we started with last year. Week-long riders will start off the gate paying two twenty-five, which is a little bit of a price increase from last year. Um, it's twenty-five dollars more, and then we end. We do another price increase March first, and it goes up twenty-five more dollars. And then our last price increase is a month from registration close. We go up another $25. So we close at $275. Yeah. And it's so important if somebody knows they're going to come. They're like me or you who come on the ride every single year. 
to have them register early that way we can start preparing our towns Mm -hmm. we have this amount of riders and that's really why we try to do a price structure this way um we heard some concerns this year about how much our non-rider passes were Mm. and really looking into that we changed that program a little bit so we are starting at 45 dollars again and then what I'm calling late registration is people who or who register after April 15th, mm-hmm. which for all of those RAGBRAI fan favorites out there, that's when we used to close registration. Yeah. So we're keeping registration open a lot longer these days. We're bumping that price up $5. And that is really so we can prepare these communities, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Um, and then our day passes do increase a little bit more as we get closer to that event. We start out at $45. Um, March 1st, we increased to $50. And then our late registration is from April 15th to the ride. They're going to pay $60 for a day pass. Will you explain the difference between registering for RAGBRAI versus a day pass? Like, what's the difference? Of course. So when you go into our system, we have a couple of different options. And it does look a little confusing. If somebody knows they're going to regist- they're going to ride all of the days... They need to buy a week-long rider pass. Mm -hmm. And that gets them every single day of riding. If somebody knows that they can only ride two or three days, then I recommend the day pass because then you only purchase the days you're going to need. Oh, got it. Okay. All of these registration price increases, it's really just to go back and help support the towns. It's to help with the planning. It's to make sure we have enough porta-potties for you. It's... We put it back into the ride. So this isn't just some random thing that we came up with to try to, you know, increase profits. It's because we want to make sure that the towns are fully supported and that the communities along the way are fully supported. And I think it's something we don't talk enough, but how much give back RAGBRAI actually does Mm. and increasing the price $5, it really allows us to give much more back to the community and to focus more of our time on making sure they're successful. Yeah, that's Okay, awesome. and speaking of, speaking of, the last question I wanted to ask you today, what is your favorite part of registration uh, for RAGBRAI and our other events? I have an answer, but I know this was supposed to be for Erica. I will go first and say that November 15th, 2022, I stayed up until midnight to manually open registration because I was so worried the site was going to crash. And because I've already been up till midnight, you know, I used to be an avid energy energy drink drinker and I stayed up till 3 a.m. and just kept <laughs> refreshing. I just kept refreshing the page. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to see, you know, want, I love to see the demand even more than the demand and seeing how much people love RAGBRAI, seeing how much people love the RAGBRAI communities yeah. and how much we were able to donate to the community fund this year. Yeah. And for people who don't know what the community fund is, is we work with all eight of our overnight towns and they pick one or two charitable organizations, nonprofits in their community, and we give them a straight check. But what we also do is we'll collect money from registration to also donate back to the communities. And as RAGBRAI, we included our own charitable organization this year, which is Dream Team. Mm -hmm. The community fund raised over $66,000. Wow. That's in 2023. In, in 2023. That's yeah. great. And and it's funny because we saw Ian and Andrew over the weekend from Lansing. They were on the Lansing um, RAGBRAI committee 
and just seeing images of how they've been able to revitalize Main Street Lansing and hear about that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a year plus after the event from the impact that Ragbri has had, not just from the community fund, but from the riders. It's amazing. So that's probably my favorite part of registration. And secondary to that is because I have all the admin access. I love going in and seeing like what team has raised the most money. Mm, yeah. And I think this year we can get a little creative with it and see, you know, maybe we can have a prize for what team raises the most money this year. Ooh. Yeah, put a little on the line. I yeah. I mean, truly, we raised so much. We raised thousands and thousands of dollars for uh, the overnight towns and the pastor towns of Ragbri. And it's just really, really special. Yeah, I do recall both Ian and Andrew from Lansing were, um, they weren't bragging. I mean, they were really, really proud of the money that they were able to raise and earn when we came through. And uh, they were, they're still excited, like you said, Erica, years later. I can tell you that a large majority of that money came in the first half of registration. Wow. And I'm most of everything came in the first half of registration. Just But seeing that number climb on registration day and knowing what kind of positive impact that has just for Dream Team, mm-hmm. when you split that money up, that money is significant for these organizations. Yeah, it's really special. Murph, what were you going to say was your favorite part of registration? <laughs> well, m- <laughs> my favorite part is very selfish. Once I finish that, you know, doing all the typing in everything and getting the email that says you're registered, like that's, <laughs> that is like, I don't know, it's kind of like Christmas, Christmas in yeah. November. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I will say my favorite part of registration beyond what you've already said, both of you, is when I can go in and look at the back end of the site and see there's, there comes a day when we have a registration from every state. And I love to see oh, where people wow. are coming from all across the U.S. and all across the world. And just seeing that representative before we ever meet a single person on the ride, it's just so cool. And it's just so special. You don't get that with every event. So I love to see that kind of thing on the back end of the site. After the community fund is not my first one because you already took that one. But I do have to say this. My second favorite part of like the registration process is I work a lot with the teams and the team names. And every year, I just want to find the most hilarious team name. Oh, yeah. So our fulfillment interns will handle all of those packages. And it's a competition kind of almost of who can find the funniest Ragbri team name. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. some of you who wonder if we ever look at that stuff, I look at it and I love it. We do have a sense of humor over here. So, yeah, we enjoy. Yeah. So awesome. We'll be watching. Well, uh, I, uh, I'll i speak on behalf of all the riders and to say thank you Erica, for all of your hard work, especially this preparing for the big day when we all get the chance to register. And of course, to both of you, just for all the work that you do all year round. We appreciate you. Thank you, Murph. It it really, when, when people say love what you do, I think we are very lucky that we love what we do. Yeah, it makes it easy to love what we do. And it's so cool to have such an awesome team. And thank you for spending the time to talk to us about what we do every day. Um, it's fun to hear the expert perspective because I always hear sort of the gist of the conversation, but it's mm-hmm. fun to take a deep dive into what's been going on, into all the preparation and what the writers have in store for them this year. Listen, I could talk about Ragbri all day long, every day. So thank you for inviting me <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> so we got to hit cut, cut, cut. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, one super last question, um, Erica. What's the route for 2024? 
<laughs> I don't get to know that. <laughs> I, darn it. I thought we could, we tried to get Matt last episode, but all right. Well, nice I'm try. still going no matter what. So I just wanted to say thank you, Erica. Yes. Thank you so much. It has been a joy to have you on the podcast and uh, we'll rope you in again on the podcast sometime soon. Uh, can't wait. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike!